back to Good Film Hunting. My name is Jack. I'm the host of this show where we talk about movies, TV, comic books, and all things pop culture related. It's currently 1026, and as I do for some of these bigger movies or movies that I love, come to here for a spoiler-free review of this time across the Spider-Verse. And Spider-Man means, you know, if you listen to this show, um, first of all, this isn't going to be crazy long, maybe like 10-ish minutes, I'd say. Uh, Spider-Man means a lot to me. He's my favorite pop culture character growing up. I still look up to, you know, as you get older, you, you, your perception of your favorites change. Spider-Man stayed my favorite pop culture character because my understanding grew and I started to relate more, you know, Peter and, uh, and Miles eventually, um, and their stories and what they struggled through and how, um, we're all Spider-Man our own way. And that's what the first movie in this series is about is, you know, we'll all fit into the mask eventually and we all can be Spider-Man and have that hero inside of us. That's what the first movie's about. And this movie takes a different direction and it's hyped up massively right now. It's the fourth highest ranked movie ever on Letterboxd, um, on average. And it might have even gone up since then. And people are talking about it's the best Spidey film, blah, 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 whatever. Spider-Man 2 has always been my favorite. Um, Into the Spider-Verse being a short, short second, maybe even tied. Um, Across the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie ever made and is up there for the best comic book movie ever made. I don't even know where to start, especially without spoiling. Without spoiling in the trailer, you can tell that this movie is Miles growing up. It's a contradiction of his parents not knowing how they want to, you know, be parents because they're just people. They don't know how to approach these new things. And on the other hand, you have, um, for reasons I won't say, other Spider-Man telling Miles the way he should be taking and the things he should be doing in his life. And above all else, the multiverse stuff is cool, right? It it is what it is. It's cherry on top, and it's cool stuff. There's cool cameos. I love that the I love that we have great movies in the multiverse. The stuff that's amazing about this film isn't that. It's the character work. It's the themes. I can't get into the you know. I guess the only one without spoiling I can get into is. You, you know from the trailer that Miles wants to make his own path and kind of go from his expectation. And no matter what interpretation you take that as, whether it's the representation of Miles or the growing up of Miles, of relating to that theme of, you know, we, have, we all have expectations of what other people think we should be doing or what if, you know, this, this person had this canon point in their life that affected them in this way. So we they should prevent us from making the same mistake and doing the same thing. But eventually we have to do things our own way and we can't live through other people and what other people have. It's only our our mistakes, our faults, our learnings, our, you know. And I think that's very, very broad and the only theme I can really cover without spoiling. Um, but even that theme alone is so Spider-Man, I guess. This movie perfectly encapsulates Spider-Man and who he's supposed to be, uh, or, or she, or they, or you know, whoever it is, because it's a mantle. It's not a, it's not a single two person. It's not Peter Parker. It's not my like, 
You know what I mean? Um, and I think this movie perfectly captured about how these problems are, you know, Spider-Man has, has these problems, relatable problems, things we can connect to. And that's why these movies are so great. And I think thematically character wise, this is the best comic book characters have ever been. I think it's a bonus that gets operating in this animation. I think it's a plus. I think it's a benefit. And I think it's something that we should see more of. We're saying that with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are getting their own movie at the end of the summer. Happy for that. But going into the animation, this has got to be the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Especially animation-wise. The way they're able to blend animation. The way they're able to blend some of these cool characters. And some of these cool uh, ways these characters are presented. I'm not spoiling anything. Anything. For example, you know Hobie's in this. You know, you know Spider-Punk's in this. His animation style. Every every Spider-Man has a different animation style. Seeing the way these are blended in. Seeing these cinematic shots that can't be created with the camera. Just on self-reflection of Gwen or Miles. And you'll see what I'm talking about when you see some of these shots earlier on. Like, there's a shot in the opening freaking three minutes. It's not a spoiler where Gwen's upside down looking at her window. And even though it's her with her mask on, she's, she sees Spider-Man in the window. And it's... It's the struggle of, you know, choosing to do what we think's right. You know, trusting our gut or trusting our brain, trusting what other people say or trusting what we say. And there's there's beautiful, beautiful imagery in that. And this animation, like, you'll, I can't even talk about it without, not even spoiling, but I just won't do it justice about some of these shots. There's things you can do in animation that you can't do in live action. It's just impossible. And if you do, it looks goofy, right? The past five years, the best animators in the world made the best animated movie in the world. And it's paid off. I'm telling you, this is a this is a feat. This is an accomplishment. It'll blow your mind. It'll blow your mind. You won't remember. You won't forget this theater experience. The art, like, I was smiling the whole time. This is my favorite movie of the year. I like it more than Guardians. And here's the thing, right? My top three, like, what would fight for the number one is John Wick 4, Guardians 3, and this. John Wick 4 could be, like, any of these could be your number one, and that'd be a perfectly okay answer. John Wick 4 was amazing. It was such a great movie. Guardians 3, they mean so much to me. I grew up with them. That's my Star Wars. That movie was perfect and uh, the, my favorite movie in the MCU now. And so this might all sound like recency bias, but I think Guardians and Spider-Verse are that great, man. Because this movie takes what these characters, these Spider-Man characters, these unique and representation and their backstories and how people can relate to them and just maximizes that. And the multiverse and the cool action scenes are just on top of that. And that's why this movie's so great. Uh, so as much as I love Guardians, this is my favorite movie of the year so far. Maybe Oppenheimer beats it. I have bias towards Spider-Man, man. Maybe not, you know. And it could be a tie for Guardians. The point is, this movie's number one, right? Trying to put bias aside. The hype is worth it. The hype is real. You need to see this film. You need to see it in theaters. And to talk about things that were talked about in this movie with no spoilers, the director said it would be like an Empire Strikes type ending. It is. And in the last 20 minutes, I was constantly checking my watch, seeing what the cliffhanger ending would be. And it's very Empire Strikes Back-ish, right? It's 
I'm not going to spoil anything, but they they got that spot on, and it's clearly a part one of a part two. That's the only knock I've seen people say is that you can tell it's a setup for the next, but is it, or is it just an organic story that's going to flow through two parts? You know, like a like a comic book, <laughs> like just a chapter. Um, I feel like that's happened a lot in media, and I don't think it's a problem. So March can't come soon enough. It's already nine months away. It's like we don't even have a year for this next film, and it's crazy because, you know, the trilogy started five years ago, and we didn't get a movie for four and a half, five years, and now it's be less than a year until you get the fin- the finale of it. And there will obviously be spinoffs and whatnot, but, you know, I hope this is it for the, for the animated story. I hope it's the trilogy because it's perfect. These movies are perfect. The first one's amazing. I still think the best scene, I mean, it might change on a rewatch. I think the best scene in both either of these movies is the leap of faith scene, the first one. Um, but this movie has more related, like I said, more relatable tones of figuring out who you are and then more personalized character arcs that can be related to. Miles' dad has this. Um, this isn't a spoiler either. I guess this is a, a theme. He struggles, man, because he doesn't know whether to let his, you know, be a, be a dad that, you know, he's scared. You, your parents are scared. They're scared of their children getting hurt. They want to do whatever they can to protect them. And I think there's a line in. And it's it's the parents trying to balance that with the, the family balancing out stuff. Miles balancing out his family, his Spider-Man life, his life in general, what he wants it to be. And I would say that the parents arc relates to this line and the fifth Miles Morales comic, which is, you know, the run right now is flawless. He's, it's Carnage Reigns right now. He's fighting Carnage. But in the first five, um, it's his own self-contained arc with his new villain called Rabble. But at the end, Miles, uh, his dad is talking to um, Captain Morales, is talking to uh, Rio. And he's saying, you know, I can't protect Miles for... I can't protect him in this world. I can't constantly keep my arm around him, but I can prepare him to be a good man and to go out there and do his own thing and take on the world on his own. I can prepare him for that. And I think this is a story that aligns heavily with that, and it's emotional. It's moving, man. There's there's family parts of this that are just, will hit home because you'll relate, man. And it's, these movies are special. They really are. This is what comic books are about right here. This is what comic book movies are about. The pop culture characters are about. This is why Spider-Man's my favorite character. Will always mean so much to me. And I'm glad it's justified through movies. And a movie that will shatter the box office. 115 opening weekend. Are you kidding me? It's an animated film. That's domestically, by the way. I'm excited to see what happens. The reception. I'm excited to see the money. I'm excited to see this again. I'm excited to see how this will grow on me. Uh, because even after I've seen it, it doesn't even feel like I've seen it, but I just saw a masterpiece. Um, probably because I had to go pee twice. The coke ran really quick through my body. That sucked. But this is cool. And then fun-wise, man, there's a lot of fun surprises. If you're fans of other... If you're a Spider-Man fan, comic fan, adaptation, like just you know all the adaptations, you know all the characters, you'll love this. You'll love this, man. Scarlet Spider's in there. He's funny. My personal favorite was um, probably Hobie. Hobie had me cracking up the whole time. Spider-Punk. Which, outside of the, the main characters and like the depth, like the cool cameo 
It's probably Ben Riley or, you know, Ben Riley's references to late 90s, early 2000s comic characters of the flexing of the muscles and everything was just, it's something they talk about too. It's not really a spoiler. Um, talk about it before the movies come out. But I really love them so much. Uh, the movie was great. Best movie of the year for me. Go see it. These movies are peak. This is what comic book films are about, man. But thank you guys for listening. Hope you check this out. It'll probably be late Thursday, early Friday when you hear this. So let us know your thoughts. Good Film Hunting Podcast on Instagram. Good Film Hunting on TikTok. And you guys have a great rest of your night.